We are the energy we put out into this world, and the world becomes the energy we put into it. This is the Goddess of Light and Love, a podcast focused on holistic wellness and teaching you about incorporating shamanism, meditation, mindfulness, and other holistic approaches in order to achieve energetic balance. Guiding and teaching you how to live now so you don't struggle to live later in life. And now, your host, Jessica Ankaya. Hey everyone, Jessica with Goddess of Light and Love. Today I'm going to talk about the seven different chakras. And then after that, I'm going to touch on how extractions, which are done in shamanic work, will help with your chakras. So um, there'll be a couple different things that I'm going to go over. And so I'm looking forward to that. First, I'm going to talk about the chakras and kind of go through an overview. So your chakras are different energy centers on your body. And the way that I like to visualize chakras are like little spinning vortexes. Now, usually we talk about seven different chakras, as you can see with my chakra flags. However, there are more chakras. Now, I'm not going to touch on those other chakras in this podcast. I might touch a little bit on the earth star chakra or the, um, the soul star chakra, but overall, I'm going to go over the seven different chakras and I'm going to talk about, um, what emotions they're associated with. And I'm also going to talk about the color and how to balance them. I'm going to touch briefly on that. Okay. And then I'll talk a little bit about how shamanic extractions will help with balancing the chakras. So the first chakra I'm going to talk about is the root chakra. And I like to think of this chakra as your sense of security, your sense of stability, your sense of connectedness with life. So when you don't have any of these emotions in balance, this chakra can be unaligned. So what you normally see with this chakra is the color red. Now it can be any type of red um, spectrum. Like you can visualize that, visualize this as like a fire engine red. Uh, sometimes I see this as mahogany, whatever red comes to your mind. Think of that as the root chakra. Now, one of the best ways, if you've been feeling fearful or you've felt this lack of connectedness, one of the best ways to balance this chakra is through grounding. And I love grounding because it is a way we connect with mother earth and it does so much more than that connection. It not only helps with our feeling of like, we're these earth bodies on mother earth. It helps with our mental, emotional, and physical states. If you don't incorporate grounding, it's hard to function much in life. Some people have even referred to grounding as vitamin G. <laughs> so anyways, I would encourage you to research more on that, but the best way to stabilize this chakra is by grounding. And so how do you ground? Well, one of the best ways to ground is by going out into mother nature 
and going barefoot, just putting your feet on the ground, walking on earth and just feeling her energy. Okay. Um, you can do that. Another way to ground is through martial arts. Like if you do Tai Chi, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, whatever you like, that's another fantastic way to ground. Some people like to walk, maybe do a walking meditation. Um, you know, maybe put your hands in mother earth. There's several ways to ground, but any way you choose to ground, you will be stabilizing your root chakra. And so that's very important. Next, I'm going to talk about the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is associated with the color orange. I like to think of this orange as like a pumpkin orange, or you can think of it as like an orange you buy at the store. I mean, whatever calls to you. When this chakra is out of balance, you may feel lack of sensuality, lack of sexuality, lack of empowerment, lack of creativity. That's a big one. I mean, if you're feeling stagnant in life, then this chakra may be out of balance for you. So how do we balance the sacral chakra? Well, one of the best ways to balance is through water. Okay. So the sacral chakra is associated with the element of water. So like if you want to go swimming or you want to just take a warm bath, cold bath, whatever you prefer. Water is a fantastic way to balance this chakra. And of course there's other ways to balance, um, the sense of touch, incorporating the sense of touch in your daily life. Of course, being sexual is another way to balance this chakra. The next chakra I want to talk about is your solar plexus chakra. And this one is associated with the color yellow. And I always like to think of a banana yellow, just like a bright, vibrant yellow. And so this chakra is out of balance when you feel lack of confidence. Um, it could be out of balance if you're having difficulty losing weight. In fact, I have an article on my website that you can refer to about the solar plexus chakra balancing and weight loss. Um, another chakra that could be out of balance while we're talking about weight loss is the root chakra. So keep that in mind. So yeah, if you're feeling lack of confidence, no self-esteem, hard time completing tasks, then this chakra could be out of balance. So some good ways to balance the solar plexus chakra is through martial arts. That's a really good way to balance it. Doing tasks that are difficult for you to complete and once you finally complete them, you check them off. That helps to align this, that chakra. There's just several different ways. And, and you can look more at my article on balancing this chakra to learn more. After the solar plexus chakra, we have the heart chakra. And the colors associated with the heart chakra are usually a very emerald color green. Okay. But also I like to add in rose because when I'm doing journeys, shamanic journeys, I do see rose come in as well. And I also like to think of rose quartz with this chakra because 
and then that's how I get the color rose. And also rose quartz is one of the ways to help balance this chakra. So the heart chakra is out of alignment when someone experiences a lot of um, grief, like this grief could be from divorce, death, um, even moving, um, sickness. And usually what I see when this heart chakra is out of balance is that someone also incidentally has soul loss. So usually after a soul retrieval with my guides, what I watch is that the soul part is either brought back into the heart chakra. Usually it's the heart chakra first or the crown chakra. So some ways to balance the heart chakra are buying yourself a beautiful bouquet of roses and saying, I love myself. I love myself because this chakra is also associated with loving for yourself. So if you're not loving yourself, then this chakra can be out of balance. Another way to balance this chakra is by giving a hug to someone, um, doing daily meditations on loving yourself. Um, of course, shamanic work helps to balance this chakra. Um, you could do yoga. There's several different ways. And this chakra is one of the most important chakras because it also connects to the crown chakra helps to open in the crown chakra. The next chakra I want to talk about is your throat chakra. And the throat chakra is associated with your self-expression, with your ability to create boundaries in your life. So a lot of times people will come to me and say, well, I just can't say no. I don't know how to say no to that. Well, if they're telling me that over and over, then I suspect that their throat chakra is out of alignment. So the throat chakra is associated with your self-expression, your Again, your ability to set set boundaries, your abilities to speak your truth, not lie. If you find that you're a compulsive liar, then this throat chakra can be out of balance. The color associated with this chakra is turquoise, a bright turquoise. Some ways to balance the throat chakra is by learning to speak your truth, learning not to lie. <laughs> Learning to set boundaries with people. Don't say yes all the time. Learning to say no, 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 that I cannot do that at this very moment. Those are some good ways to balance the throat chakra. The next chakra I want to mention is your third eye chakra. And this chakra is associated with the pineal gland. So when this chakra is shut down, it's hard for you to, or it may be hard for you to see visions in the future. It's hard to do good meditations. You may feel like, okay, all you see is the here and now, which can be good to an extent. Like it's good to feel grounded and be like, okay, I am in the here and now, but where it becomes deleterious is when you can't even envision anything happening in your future. That's how you know your third eye chakra is shut down. So the color associated with this is indigo. 
And so some ways to balance this chakra is by doing meditations and um, envisioning the color indigo. Those are, that's one of my favorite ways to do that. Or you can even massage, you know, where the pineal gland is just kind of massage and just kind of say, please, you know, just do a little meditation and ask the divine to help open it. So you can perceive visions into the future. Um, shamanic work is excellent for helping to open, open this. Um, I would also get in the habit of drinking water that is not fluoridated. Unfortunately, all the fluoride that is in our water shuts down our pineal gland, which therefore shuts down the third eye chakra. So that's something else to keep in mind. The last chakra that I want to go over is your crown chakra. And this is my favorite chakra. And the reason why is because the crown chakra is associated with our connection to the divine. Whether you want to defer, refer to the divine as the divine creator, oneness, God, whatever your definition of the divine, the crown chakra is our direct link to the divine. When this is shut down, I see people with losing their sense of connectedness in life, losing their sense of direction. They're in despair. There could be soul loss. I mean, this is a big chakra that's associated with that. And so when I'm doing a soul retrieval, what I do see as well, along with the heart chakra is I see that soul parts are brought back to the crown chakra. I also see too, at times in my journeys that an amethyst light is brought into the crown chakra to give it invigoration. So those are the seven chakras. So that's just a brief overview. I mean, you can listen and learn more. I do have podcasts on my site um, and uh, you can refer to those to learn more about them. But now I want to touch into how do shamanic extractions relate to the chakras? So I'm going to explain that. So what happens is when I journey and before I the guides can do a soul retrieval, curse unraveling, compassionate spirit release, any type of shamanic work, the guides would like to do an extraction. Now, when I say guides, I'm referring to any extraction allies out there in the universe, <laughs> but the one extraction ally that I use is Archangel Michael. So what happens is in the journey is what I see him do is he goes through all the different chakras and he clears them out. And so your question may be, well, how are the chakras bogged down in the first place? Why are they blocked in the first place? Well, a lot of times we pick up attachments and intrusions when we interact with people or we go through daily emotions or we get thoughts, those different particles come into our chakras and they bog them down. And so they don't want to work as efficiently. So what the extraction ally does, and in this case, mine is Archangel Michael, 
is they come in and they clear out those chakras. They just go through and clear them out. And then afterwards you feel so much better. You feel lighter and it's an immediate relief. Now extractions can be done in several different ways. Of course, what I'm talking about here is shamanic work, but of course you can help yourself also clear out your chakras by doing martial arts or yoga, uh, meditation. So don't think that that's the only way, but what I have seen is that shamanic work is one of the most effective ways especially as you envision and you go down and you watch it being done. So then your next thing may be like, well, okay, Jessica, well then maybe I could have you do extractions. Yes. <laughs> I could go in and do a journey and do extractions, but would be, but what would be even better is if I can teach you, I am going to be having a course called the shaman's light and the launch date I was going to try to do by the end of September, but it looks like my launch date is going to be February. And this is according to spirit. So in this course, I will teach you how to do an extraction on yourself, how you can go in, you can get your extraction ally and your extraction ally can go through and clear out those attachments, those intrusions, all in your chakras and help you feel better. I will also show in this course, after you do an extraction, how to bring through light, because after extractions are done, you have to bring in light to your chakras to invigorate them, to enliven them. So that is one of the things that I will be teaching in the course. Some other things that I'll be teaching will be how to do a journey to the upper and the lower world and connect with your spirit guides, your power animals. Okay. I'll be teaching that. I'll be teaching you how to ground. I'll be teaching you how to use energy hygiene on a day-to-day -day basis. So these are all things that you will learn in this course. So it's basically going to be a foundation shamanic course. And so I'm really looking forward to it. But again, it's my launch date is in February. So if you're interested in this course, please let me know because I'm only taking in a, a limited amount of people for the first course, because this is my pilot course. So if you're interested, please email me. Okay. Um, it's jankaya at holisticketogoddess.com. Or you can just go to my website and go to the work with me portion, and then just, um, sign, you know, just kind of send me a message that way. And then I have, um, an intake form and on there, you can just say, I'm interested in the course. So that's another way that you can get on the list. So anyways, that's all I have to share with you. I love you all. I wish you all a beautiful August. I hope to be putting out more podcasts very soon. I'll keep you posted on any updates on the course and uh, that's it light and love namaste this has been the goddess of light and love podcast with jessica ankaya 
If you have any questions about today's show or how you can live a more balanced life, sign up for the Goddess of Light and Love email. Follow on social media, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Go more in-depth with blogs and healthy living resources on the Goddess of Light and Love blog today. Like, share, subscribe, and listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts.